Hey, I'm Levi. I'm Dominique, and welcome back to We Are Generation Z. <laughs> uh, so this is our first episode of uh, Generation Z Meets. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to be talking to, basically, if you haven't read on the website yet, uh, basically what Generation Z Meets is, um, we're looking at individuals who have interesting professions or, um, you know, pretty much it's like, we're just going to talk to people who have different professions and kind of talk to them what it means to like be in their job, how they got qualified to be in that job, just kind of like just everything about the job, just to give you guys an idea if you guys don't know what you want to do with your life. Yeah, and it's mainly for like to help people figure out like like Dominique said, like what we want to do in the future or uh, maybe you've never thought of a job and you hear one of us talk to someone who can inspire you. Yeah. All right, so today we're here with our special guest, my sister, Tanisha. Hi. Hey. All right, so uh, everyone that comes on the show, we ask them two questions. We ask them their favorite TV show and favorite color. My favorite color is purple, and my favorite TV show is Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Okay. Okay. Any specific color of purple or just purple in general? Um, Just purple in general. Okay. All right. Um, so now we're going to move over to our interview mm-hmm. proportion or portion, not proportion. Um, so, so first of all, what, what you, are you? Yeah. What do you do? I am a licensed um, esthetician. Okay. Okay. Um, what... Which means um, I do skincare and um, full body waxing and um, stuff like that. All right. That's exciting. Any questions about them? Uh, well, um, what made you like do this? Like, what made you go into this line of work? Um, I actually went to cosmetology school, and I hated doing hair. Um, I actually wanted to get into aesthetics, so I can be a freelancer and do um, makeup for bridal parties or stuff like that. And mm-hmm. um, so, once I actually um, dropped out of cosmetology school twice, um, I decided to get into aesthetics for that reason and that's really what got me into it I actually didn't um plan on doing facials it was I got a job right after school and I just fell in love with what I did and actually I do no makeup hmm. okay well all right well uh next question is so like what kind of education did you need and you said you were licensed but like what kind of what did you have to do to get licensed Um, actually, so I went to the International Salon and Spa in Colorado Springs. Um, so it's about a, just depending on what works best for you and your schedule, you can either do like a five to six month course or about a 12 month course. Um, I actually had a baby in the, in between my schooling. Um, so I got held back a little longer. So, but I did the full, I mean, I did um, a part-time program, which I did for about a year. Okay. Um, you have to, you also have to go in with basics too. You have to, um, you have to pass your state boards as a practical, um, and do stuff like that. And all these certain tests that you have to meet. So like what you do is pretty serious. It's like through the state and it's like full. It's not just like you can go to beauty school and then start performing on other people. Right. I mean, you have to. I mean, they, you get your license for a reason, but you have to be super careful with any products that you're using or what can harm people, um, knowing the skin type, what works best for you, um, certain skin conditions, 
Um, there's certain things that you can't do on pregnant women or people with um, taking blood thinners or from waxing to lifting the skin to mm-hmm. anything like that. Um, so after, the, so what did you do after getting your license and everything? Like, how did you start going into business? Was it easy? Was it difficult? I actually, um, I started at Beautiful You Skincare um, Studio, which is on the south side. I worked there for a year and a half. Um, I am super grateful for um, Beautiful You and just being a part of um, the business there. If it wasn't for that business, I wouldn't be where I'm at right now today. Mm -hmm. But I just pretty much built, um, I think, what's the difference between my from me that excludes me from everybody else is that I, I'm more personable. I feel, um, I feel like I can make people a little bit more comfortable. Um, and I do think it's really important that people that trust you and they're in, they come to see you every single month and it's, you become basically friends, family, you know, you, you learn about people on, personal levels about their family, their kids, you know, and so that's what I really like about it. Yeah. So that, I mean, every single client of mine, you know, means so much to me. Um, once I was there, I had about 65 clients that followed me. Um, and now, which I, I run my own small little business out of Glam Lashes and Company, which is located at 1056 Eagle Ridge. Um, and it's by... The Eagle Ridge Fitness and Minico Works over there. So, all right. Okay. Um, you just got an award for Best of Pueblo, so congratulations on that. Thank you. Um, and for Glam Lashes, so that's a really yeah, big thank thing. Thank you. Yeah, that was really big for us. Um, I think we just work it really hard, just getting our name out there and um, just who we are, and especially for what I do. I just love the fact that I can make women feel good about themselves or as even men from a simple brow wax. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think our self-esteem and our how we feel about ourselves is really important. And as simple as a brow wax or anything like that can change your whole face and make you feel good about yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, okay. Well, and you're also a business owner in a sense too because you manage everything. You buy all your own products. Right. So how does is that really time consuming? Does it is it difficult? Is it or is it easier than you thought of? Or, um, actually, it's. I mean, it's if it's fine, it works out. And the nice thing, I mean, the super, the best thing about everything is being able to make my own schedule, and um, I make time to, um, getting everything ready for who's coming in for the day, or who I'm gonna see, or knowing what I'm doing, what products I'm gonna need, what products I just bought, um when I'm going to need to order more. Um, I try to do keep as much stock as I possibly have, so I do not run out of anything. Um, but it's just really, I guess, just focusing on what you what you use most um, and making sure, really, that you have that. Yeah. And then as a business owner, people have different, like, um, I guess, like, profits and expenses. So, like, in terms of... So most of your profit, does it come mostly from just, like, the prices of your... Um, your treatments or it does it come from mostly tips that people throw on um no i mean it's my it's my treatments um i get full 100% okay. of everything that i do do um tips obviously are really you know greatly appreciated and um and that's a nice thing with mine like i don't ever expect any 
tips because it is mine. Um, everything comes, like I said, 100% to me. But, I mean, all my clients are so, so amazing to me in that way and always are tipping me. So I'm very, very appreciative for that. Cool. All right. Um, next question. Um, okay. So what makes the job fun? I know you talked about, you know, getting to know your clients on a personal level and just like doing, being like your own kind of boss, but like what makes it fun other than that? Or is that just it? Yeah. I mean, really, I think it's just more like the personal level that you get to meet people. Um, the nice thing is, is like word of mouth is so amazing and I have such amazing clients that who refer people all the time. So I'm getting to meet new people, um, I feel like I've worked really hard just to get my name out there and try to have the best reputation that I possibly can. Um, we do have a lot of competition in this town, but I feel as if anybody, there's always somebody out there made for you mm-hmm. than who you right. want to be. And that's something that I feel that's important because I have clients that, you know, who come every single month, you know, and we get on those personal relationships and we get to um, talk about our families and what's going on in our lives. And, um, but it's fun. And, you know, I've worked, I feel like I've made people comfortable, which I think is really important in this profession. Um, as far as like Brazilian waxing, a lot of women aren't very comfortable with that. Um, that's super, super personal. Um, it's scary. It's, you know, and you have to, you have to go in it and you have to not be scared and you have to make them feel comfortable because that's mostly what's the hardest part of it, of getting a Brazilian wax is it's so personal that, I mean, if you're not comfortable around somebody or it's super awkward and they don't talk to you or they don't make you feel comfortable when it's on that personal level, um, it's hard and you can make it really uncomfortable for people. Yeah. But I feel like I... I can make people feel comfortable, which that makes me really feel good because, I mean, I just get repeated clients who come in every month for Brazilians. Yeah. And there's a lot of people too, who like, especially like, um, specifically like, especially our generation, a lot of people are insecure and aren't like comfortable with their bodies, but that, and a lot of people don't like to go into, um, like to go to see an esthetician or something like that. So what would you, what would you say to those people? I mean, to people like me. No, I mean, it's, um, you, I mean, everybody, it is, we are, I mean, we're as women and we are super self-conscious and we have all these different things that we are just super insecure about. But, um, I mean, that's kind of something when it's, when getting from a Brazilian wax or something like that honestly makes you feel better from brow waxes or people, you know, it's hard going to somebody that you don't know. If even people coming to me for a simple brow wax, Mm -hmm. you know, is she nice? Like, um, what is, you know, is she in a, is she going to talk to me or, you know, and I feel like I can just, um, like I said, make people comfortable and I'm just myself. And I think that's mainly, that's the, that's the most important thing is like be you and you're, don't be somebody you're not, um, I mean, my clients are very, very important to me. I mean, if I see them, I will, you know, definitely go out of my way. And I know there's people that aren't like that, mm-hmm. you know. And, yeah, I mean, it's it's amazing and it's fun. And just seeing people, especially, um, I feel like I've been, I've gotten really confident in my, such as my brow waxing and stuff like that, to where people come in and, 
Um, I mean, I've worked on people from having no brows to bold, beautiful brows. Mm-hmm. And that's just, you know, and I mean, brows are everything right now, as everybody knows. And I mean, it makes your whole face and it just makes you feel good about yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just really important too. And that's the hard thing of it. It's such a luxury um, as far as it coming to a monthly thing from a brow wax. I mean, um, I mean you or like even a Brazilian when you pay $55 every time you come. I mean, that's that's a bill, you know. And right. so that's what's really hard. But um, yeah, I mean, it just it makes you feel better about yeah. yourself. A, people, women feel cleaner. It's just something that. Yeah, and I think people don't prioritize. Um, it's just like self care. Yeah, you know, taking, that's what the, I was taking say. the time to actually. All right, I'm gonna, you know, because your skin is your skin is forever. Yeah, right. what is what people see? This is forever. Um, there's so many different things that are just, um, you know, long lasting that people come for facials and they have totally different skin from first time I ever saw them to right now from doing chemical pills or. Uh, microdermabrasions or anything just to help even out the skin tone or changing the texture um, product what's going to work best for you you know what's the main issues so yeah and a lot of people don't worry about self-care in a lot of different or I think people are conscious about it they think about it I think but no one ever pulls through with it and that applies to like a lot of different self-care like whether it's like skin care whether it's mental health whether it's like yeah it's definitely your health in general it's stigmatized to kind of put money and effort towards yourself right or time a lot of people say that they don't have time for sure right Um, so how how long does it take to do a treatment like just Um, as far as like a Brazilian waxing I am I'm down to about 12 to 15 minutes Mm -hmm. to do a full um, front to back. As far as my facials, everything's about 50 to 60 minutes. Um, Maybe a little bit longer if we throw in a brow wax or a brow tint or something like that. So about an hour at the most Mm -hmm. for a really utilized and well thought out treatment. Right. Okay. And Um, um, I'm always able to, you know, explain I don't... As far as facials, because you you lay there, somebody, you know, somebody, a stranger for the first time is touching your face and, you know, it's uncomfortable. Yeah. So I always explain what I'm doing, what I'm using, you know, making Just really informative. And yes, very. Um, okay. It kind of eases it too, you know. Yeah, so they Kind of break the ice a little bit. Yeah. And they know exactly what's happening and, yeah. And still, my clients that, you know, come on... I see them every single month. I, they still, you know, I still tell them, you know, what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So. so what makes the do- the job difficult? Difficult? Mm-hmm. Jeez, um, I guess just knowing what's going to work best. You just want people to be happy, you know, and um, I think that's what really is just more important to me that I just want to make sure that everybody's happy, um, I mean, there's been, you know, situations where um, people, they get something done and, or they get a facial and then um, two days later they're breaking out. Well, everything too that I'm doing that people don't understand that if you're breaking out and, um, I mean, everything kind of rises, you know, I'm in there, I'm in there deep, I'm cleansing the pores, I'm pulling everything out. And that's kind of the point, you know, to rejuvenate the skin Um, so 
I mean, that's kind of the most difficult part about it is, of course, you just, as a business owner, you want, you want everybody to be happy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I always reach out and if something comes up or, you know, I always want to reach out and make sure they're okay, everything's doing, can I do anything for you? Yeah. You know, um... So I, I think like what you're getting at is it's not like actually reaching out to them the difficult part, but it's the difficult part if something arises like that they didn't expect. Right. As far as a breakout but, or anything but, like that. But you, I mean, it's something that you... Well, like you said, like that's part of the... That can be right. essentially a part of it. Right. So. Right. Um, okay. Is like... And since you do like work your own schedule and run it, is it difficult to manage your time, especially like you having having a kid and like doing a social life and also managing your business and then managing her and family and does it get difficult it it definitely is as far just with my my baby too i mean i'm a single mom um you can probably hear her in the background (laughs) so um as being a single mom i mean it's definitely not it's not easy you know from waking up in the morning to getting her ready to getting myself ready to going to you know, taking her to her daycare and me coming back and making sure who's picking her up and, you know, working around that. But that's the super, you know, nice thing about it is I'm able to do so. But, um, and just time goes by so fast, you know, mm-hmm. and right. that's, it's hard. I mean, and as far, I mean, my family, my family is amazing. My family's always there. So, um, I mean, I'm definitely lucky on that part. So, so this might be more of a, it, it might be a, a short question or a long question, but um, I think it might kind of be fun to go through it. But uh, just think about your most average day and just kind of walk us through it. Like, what do you do? Like, do you... Um, so, uh, usually I have, like, towels or something in the wash. Um, my towels and everything's cleaned every single day. So I'll have some stuff maybe in the wash. I'll put them in the dryer. Um, usually I go to Starbucks before the day. <laughs> um and I'll usually do that and go in and light my candles and play some music. Um, just depending on what I'm doing. If I have facials, I'll get my towels ready and put them in my hot towel caddy. Make sure my steam's ready, having distilled water in the steam. Setting up my sheets and my blankets. Um, and that's pretty That's pretty much it. Yeah, and then you go just basically go through your just, treatments. Mm-hmm. Probably get 30 minutes if... You're lucky, or an hour if you're lucky, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, I I average to about thirty five to fifty clients a week, mm-hmm. um, just depending. Obviously, fifty is a really good busy week. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, as simple as a brow wax or something, but I I take time and I um, I have pride in my work. So, I, you're not just coming to me for you know, a simple you're not trying to just yeah, you're not brow wax get you in and out like right. I want you to be happy. I um take time to get to take, know them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just take time and, you know, yeah, cuz I'm sure my work and yeah. I'm sure your clientele could probably be a lot larger if you uh if and like you said you take so much pride in your work, so that's why you like have smaller client not smaller clientele but weekly seeing so you can actually take the time to do your procedure right and to right. Um talk to everyone and communicate right. and socialize. As, and... I mean, as far as my, yeah, I mean, as far, I mean, I, as far as a brow wax, I block myself out for 30 minutes. Um, just because I, I take my time and, yeah. you know, we talk or, and stuff like that. But, um, I mean, like as far as the facials a day, if I have, I mean, 
about four facials is my max, maybe five a day, but that's quite a bit, and I average about that almost every day, um, at least three for sure. Yeah. So that really, um, that takes up a lot of my time, so I'm kind of trying to squeeze in people. I really don't like to put 15 minutes, but if I have to and they absolutely need it, I mean, I will always work around what's best for my client, mm-hmm. um, what works best for you. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I do have my schedule, but just like tonight, you know, um, usually I get off early to pick up my daughter, but some clients Thursday nights work best for them. Mm-hmm. You know, right. sometimes I have, um, client that, you know, actually she plays volleyball at CSU Pueblo and, um, with their schedule was kind of crazy now for, you know, the fall and stuff. So I would go in just on Sundays to do a quick, quick brow wax or, um, until she got out of practice at seven thirty, mm-hmm. you know, so I'm doing a brow wax. So I'm always just doing what, what works best for them. Yeah. And I think that's important cause I don't, I don't really think a lot of people would honestly do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially like, with family set hours and, and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. And I mean, it just, as long as they're happy and you know, then that's all that matters to me. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if you had any advice to someone who wanted to become an esthetician, what would you give them? What would you tell them? I would just tell them to, um, I mean, for sure, getting out of school, go somewhere where you're going to be able to grab that clientele. I mean, it's obviously everybody's dream to, once they get in this, that they want to run their own business and, you know, do that. But it's just, it's easier to build when it's, when it's given to you, like, in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel as if, like, God willing, one day that I could actually have um, estheticians under me to where I'm actually providing services to um, and just having people work und- and <laughs> having people work under me just to build and right. you know I want to see people succeed I want them to um, to love what they do and you know and to be busy and it hasn't it's not an easy road it hasn't it's definitely not been easy I mean as far as you know, and just like I said, just having my daughter and my family and it's right. Yeah. And it's definitely probably, probably like in terms of like clientele size, like proportionate to, um, I guess like the people, you know, and like the city you live in. So definitely that could influence like how many people you see. And like you started working for someone else and then eventually moved to your business. So, and it's, it's hard to build. I mean, just as hairdressers, it's hard to build that. So just like never, just never give up. Yeah. You know, anything's possible. And, um, I mean, from getting out of high school to, you know, going, I got a full ride scholarship to play softball and I gave up and I dropped out of beauty school twice because I gave up, you know, so doing this and actually like saying that when I was, um, when I started, actually I signed up for aesthetic school and I was supposed to start in January and I found out that November that I was pregnant. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it was super surprising, but I'm like, well, geez, now I'm going to be a mother. Like, you know, I have to do, I have to get what needs to get done, what needs to be done. Right. Right. So... Yeah, I started, actually started aesthetic school, um, went for about five, six months, had my daughter, um, took off, took off six months, um, went back to school and actually it was kind of crazy. I would be up by 5.30, I would, um, we'd be out of the house by 6.30, I would take her 
to daycare at 7. I would be on I-25 by 8. I would drive up to Springs. Um, I would drive up to Springs, be at school by 8, stay there till 11, come back, be there back by noon, pick up my daughter. And either I worked at night or I didn't, and I worked at prime time. So I worked as a waitress. So that was hard, too. I was getting home at 2 o'clock in the morning. Right. You know, and then having and, to wake up so early. And early have, a, have a brand new baby, really. Right. And, right, I mean, till, I mean that's like never giving up. Because I can say right now, I'm like, I don't even know how I did that. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, I really, <laughs> I don't know how I did that. It was, it's crazy. and But I think that's kind of something motivational, right? To, right. I mean, as a single mom and... Yeah. Now you have your own business. <laughs> Super blessed, for sure. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, that in, that concludes the interview portion. Yeah. Thanks um, for coming on. Yeah. Do you have any questions for us, or do you have any more questions for Tanisha, or? Do, oh, do you want to plug your social medias? Yeah. Sure. Um. So again, uh, my name is Tanisha Espinoza. Um. Something kind of cool is to add me on Snapchat, and um, as far as my business, I mean, of course, you'll be able to see a little bit of my personal life, but I think that gives you an opportunity to kind of see who I am, and I do a lot of my brow waxing on there where you're able to see, so that's under um, Tanisha, T-I-N-I-S-H-A-E, and um, also under Tut's Mama, but um, also my Facebook is under my first and last name, Tanisha Espinoza. Also, I go under the Glam Lab um, by Tanisha Espinoza at Glam Lashes. So that's where I'm located. I work at Glam Lashes and Company. And my uh, my Instagram is also the same. So pretty easy. Just yeah, my first and, then, and last name. Yeah, so. and then we can plug it all in the description. We'll write it down so that way people can actually, like... They don't remember how to spell. Yeah. Um, something that I would kind of like just to advertise on here is I do um, dermaplaning, which I find out that a lot of women are just super satisfied with. I take an actual 10R scalpel to the skin, um, removing the full top layer of dead skin. So as far as, as us women love putting on makeup and our makeup glides and all that peach fuzz is completely gone. So that's something that if you book from um, the podcast today, my f- regular dermaplanes are $65. I'll charge 45 So it just gives you a little bit of a discount just to come and try it out and something that just to see if it works for you. And, yeah, that's cool. Something I can do. So uh, Go I get guess, on that deal, I guess, guys. Yeah. So I guess one last question. Um, so do you have any future plans like what so now like what do you where do you think you're going from here or where do you want to go or see yourself well actually i didn't even mention um that back in august i did get my permanent makeup license so i am um a certified permanent makeup tattoo artist so actually that um something that i've been working on for the last few months and just getting my room ready and what such um there's a lot of regulations and stuff that you need to meet for Pueblo County as far as, I mean, it's really just being a tattoo artist. Right. Um, meeting Dora and meeting the health department and everything like that. So it's taken me a little while, but that's something that will be coming, um, I really just in like the next couple of weeks. So I'll be doing tattooing of eyebrows, um, top bottom eyeliner and full lip or lip liner. That's exciting. 
Congratulations. Thank you. All right. Well, I think that concludes our first episode of Generation Z Meets. That's um, exciting. If you guys like this segment, make sure to leave comments. We still haven't gotten any emails. I know. Let me check my email. (laughs) Nope. No email. This is standard now that we don't has to check her emails after the show Let's um thank you tanisha for coming on yeah, yeah thank thanks. you so much we know you got a crazy thank schedule you and you got a thanks for a, having me a, a daughter that's sometimes out of control yeah. <laughs> you made it a little bit a little bit all right well uh so as usual we'll plug all of our handles uh in the description uh, yeah. Email us, comment, make sure to rate us um, five stars on Apple iTunes. We are on Spotify now, also. Yeah. Um, uh, go like us on Facebook. We are we are Generation Z. We have a Twitter. It's also just we are Generation Z. And if you still don't know about the other future segments, this is one of the future segments we were promoting a few episodes back. There is another segment that's coming out. Um, we cool. won't mention it on here, oh, no. but we'll. Yes, uh, no. it's on the website. So if you go view it on the website, it's there. Um, our website's on Facebook. You can follow the link over there. And uh, yeah, I think that concludes this. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm Levi. I'm Dominique. Thanks for listening. Bye, guys. Bye.